Hey everyone, welcome to the Church Brand Guide Podcast. My name is Michael. Today we are on with Dennis Esteban once again, and we are going to be diving into the topic of emails and text messages for your church to be using as a as a tool to reach and engage with people. Hey Dennis, welcome back to the podcast. Hey Michael, how's it going? Now, let's see. Today is probably your 12th episode. I, I don't know. You've been, you've been hanging out, out with us for a while. I uh, really appreciate all the different uh, topics that we've covered uh, in the last several episodes with you. Um, I think it's just been a, a wonderful thing. So today, with our topic of email and, and, uh, and text messages, you've got a great perspective on that. You're a business owner. Uh, you've been in ministry world for for a long time. So why don't you tell us your background, a little bit of where you're coming from? Yeah, uh, I, my background is, uh, like you said, both in the nonprofit space, uh, in the business space, in the church space. So I, I've jumped around between different worlds. Uh, and through jumping around those different worlds, I've really seen and I really navigated through how all of these different digital mediums work uh, to fulfill the goal of that organization. For us as believers, as Christians, as the people of God, uh, I believe that we have an opportunity and kind of the message that I've been preaching is we have this opportunity uh, to use digital, uh, again, not to just promote our ministry or to promote events, um, but we can use digital to do ministry. We can do, we can use digital to win people in Christ, build them in their faith and send them out, uh, on mission. So I really believe that through all of the different tactics and strategies, the core principle is how do we leverage these different digital mediums to do ministry, uh, to do discipleship. And I really believe right now that there is a huge opportunity uh, with email and text message that many ministries are still missing out on. Uh, I believe yes, they're using it, but they're still missing out on uh, the power of using these uh, different mediums to truly connect with people uh, and build them in their faith. You know, I uh, was working with a church not too long ago, and they were asking, hey, isn't email kind of a dead thing, like where, you know, it doesn't work? Like you send out an email and everybody ignores it? Well, in, in business world, uh, email is a really big deal. In fact, the more email addresses you have, the more valuable your company is. <laughs> That's right. So uh, churches have a great opportunity. Uh, if we just understand the why behind what, what we're doing with email, so in this episode, we're going to unpack a little bit of the why, like why should we be doing this? What's the goal? What's the what's the objective so that people actually click and open your emails? That's right. Um, and then also the, the same thing applies to text messages. Like you said, a lot of churches aren't uh, maximizing text messaging uh, like they should be. So with that, I guess what is what are some um, some big ideas behind the approach when it comes to text messaging or emailing people with your uh, from from the church right uh the first thing i would say with that uh and also just to piggyback off that point of the importance of email um i'm in the process of currently writing a book right and in communicating with my literary agent uh we were talking about essentially how to get a publishing deal right uh in talking about how to getting a getting a publishing deal and behind me i i have a lot of national media so i've been on you know cbs national news abc uh, a lot of these you know these bigger uh these bigger news channels and still the thing that most publishers want 
to know is not even your social media following, but they want to know your email list, right? So that's just, I just wanted to throw in that quick example of um, why email is so important, right? Yeah, uh, why, now, why do they care about the email list and how many emails you have? Well, I think the simple reason being is because they know that email uh, still has uh, a, a pretty big open rate, right? Uh, it's still most people in the United States in America, it's still the most preferred way uh, of communication, believe it or not. Uh, I would think it's actually text, but no, it's still email. Uh, now, you know, I do believe that text is making its way in. And right now, text does have a very high open rate. But for most people, the preferred communication is still email. Yeah, right? you know, I think about it just even from my perspective, mm -hmm. email is something that it's not it doesn't interrupt you. Like it's just there. So you go, but you go and you when you're ready, you kind of go into it. And at your own pace, you kind of work through uh, email. And so I, I mean, I'm on a lot of newsletters and different things. I'm sure everybody else on this, uh, they're, they're in the same boat. And it's just a nice way not to be disrupted and That's be able right. to get, yeah. So it is very effective. Um, to be able to, to send out emails and stay in front of people. I, I guess that's the other part of it. Like even with, a, with my, uh, business with, uh, even with church brand guide, like if you're listening to this, you probably get emails and, uh, I'm trying to add value to you and it comes in your inbox. And then every once in a while you take a look and you see church brand guide pop up. So from a, from a marketing standpoint, like I'm just staying in front of people as I send out emails from time to time. That's right. And, and I think that speaks to the conversation of the approach, right? Uh, we're not using email to try to get something out of people. We're using email to bring something into people. That's good. So it's not taking something away, but we want to add. In fact, a lot of with my, a lot of my clients, I, I say that for any one promotional email that you send, you should consider sending about four emails that are not necessarily directly asking someone to do something. I'll give you an example. Instead of sending out an email saying, hey, we have groups coming up, sign up this Thursday, right? You say, hey, life is so much better together. Life is so much better in community. Hey, have you been feeling lonely lately? Have you been feeling isolated? Well, that's not God's plan for your life. Here's what the Bible says about community. And then the call to action or the in the PS section, then you can have a call to action about what you want them to do. But what we always want to do with any type of communication is we want to lead with value first because people remember how you communicate to them. So if all you're doing is only sending them promotional messages or telling them to come to things, then over time, you're going to become white no noise. They're going to know not to open your emails. They're not going to want to open up your emails. But if every time you send an email, it's an, it's an incredible experience that's adding value, then every time that they see your email pop up, they're going to want to go click on it. They're going to want to see what you have to say. Because again, you're using it to do ministry. You're not using it just to promote tasks or to promote events. That's so good. Yeah. So if they, um, if you're triggered in a negative way by seeing your emails pop up, like that's, that's not good. What that's you want right. to do is create that other, that other thing where they're triggered in a positive way. Like oh, I want to click on that and find out what's in there. Um, so we also need to pay, pay attention to the, uh, the stats behind it. 
Um, so your open rates are a big one to pay attention to and also your click rates. So, uh, you should be using some sort of email program that allows you to track those, those numbers. I guess, uh, Dennis, what I've heard is that a great open rate is around 22%. Um, that's just on the business side. And a great click rate is around one, one and a half percent. So, um, if you're doing, if you can do better than that, that's awesome. I, I think my email list, uh, I'm right around 40 to 50% open rate, which is awesome. But I, I, I want to do the, uh, add as much value as I can, uh, so that people do, when they see that come through, they want to click on it and learn right. something new or be, be able to be benefited from in, in some way. Is there any other type of stat or metric that you can think of that we should be paying attention to? Well, if, if we can quickly transition uh, into the text messaging side, right? Uh, so now we know some of the um, some of the stats with email. Now the, here's the opportunity with text messages. The opportunity with text messages, I believe that it's over it's an it's over uh, eighty to ninety percent open rate, right? Now that doesn't mean they will always engage, um, but text message it's a little bit more disruptive it's a little bit more in their face right text message has a very high open rate but now here's the thing about text message you have to be kind of like in in the same way when we started talking about the approach right the opportunity with text messages right now and if you're a ministry i want you to lean into this again the opportunity with text messages now it's not just to send out blast Right. When I say blast, I mean, you have one general message that you're just blasting off to everybody. Now, there are there are so many sophisticated software where you can get people to sign on to a devotional. For example, if your church has 21 days of prayer and fasting going on. Right. You can actually use a software. Uh, I have good friends that they started a software called Thrive. Uh, and that software recently got bought out by a company called Glue. So now it's Glue Messaging. Uh, in that software, you can create uh, devotionals that people can opt into. And then every single day or every single week or whatever the marker is, they can get devotionals straight to their phone. Or imagine if a person is coming to the church for the first time or they made that decision to follow Jesus. Well, usually all churches have something like, hey, made a decision to follow Jesus today. Uh, send us an email or fill out this connect card. What if instead of telling them to fill out a connect card, we told them, hey, send a text. And for the next week, we are going to send you messaging on some of the foundations of the faith. Right. Maybe somebody got baptized for the first time. How can we use text messaging to be there with them on the journey? And the best part is they get to opt in for those messages uh, or maybe they're struggling with an addiction. There can be a different text messaging thread uh, for something like that. And that's what I mean by um, using text messaging to do ministry. Maybe they just need prayer. Right. One of the softwares that I use, you can actually text in, hey, can you pray for this? And then someone from the team will actually get the prayer request. And as soon as they pray for you, you can let that person know that you pray for them. So now it's not just blast, but it can turn into one on one communication. Right. So that's the opportunity uh, that I see. And that same thing that's being done in text, uh, we can also do for email. Right. 
And I think the goal of that, again, is just to really do uh, ministry. I love that mindset. And I think a lot of times in church world, we feel like we're avoiding some tactics, like because it feels like marketing. It feels like we're trying to sell something or mm-hmm. um, it doesn't feel right. But if we're being authentic to who we are as a church and we're adding value and we're trying to help people, then it's not just it's not marketing. It really is outreach. We're, right. we're, we're really trying to connect people with God and, and walk with them on, on the journey. You know, I remember our, uh, our, our church, our pastor's wife, she does kind of the email, some of the email and texting and all that. And she ended up, she sent out a, a just a question on a random Tuesday uh, morning. Hey, how can we pray for you today? It's just a very, very, very simple text message. It just went out to the entire church email list. And she said she could not believe the response on that. Like people texted in and t- replied back and this huge thread started uh, happening and building because just on a random, you know, Tuesday morning, they got this this message on their phone about, hey, ca- how can we pray for you today? And they replied and some very authentic, real, you know, answers came came through. And uh, the prayer team of the church, we have a prayer team and, you know, everybody was able to um, just engage in prayer and, and those type of things. So. It, it was such a powerful moment. She she was just uh, she shared that with our uh, kind of our leadership team just as a aha moment of like, oh wow, what if we did more of that? That's so good, yeah. And and that that's what I'm saying. It's like there are so many opportunities out there right now to create true moments for people, right? Um, and rem- and again, it's like I, I say this like life is not measured in years. Uh, it's really measured in moment, right? And what keeps somebody at a church is the times, you know, the times when they were really ministered to, where they felt like they weren't just a number or they weren't just a seat or they weren't just another offering, uh, you know, person, but they were actually a part of a true community, a community that cares about them, a community that wants to add value to them and not just want to take something from them. Uh, and I, and again, I think that's that's the reason why we use these tools like text messaging, like um, email. So think about the messaging that you're sending out. Like, uh, be very mindful of how you're adding value to people. Like, like Dennis was saying, like, just just make that the game. Like, hey, how can I add value to people uh, through this? Uh, work on your your subject lines. Those are critical. Um, so that there's something that's engaging. Um, and then Dennis, any other tips that you have? The, 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 the number one thing is really just a thought is that if you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. Right. And I think we've said that before, but, uh, with anything that you're doing before you just do it, uh, again, because you know, we're all busy. Uh, we all have a lot of things going on. So sometimes, you know, you might need to send out that newsletter and you might just scrape something together to send it out. Uh, but when you really see this as ministry, uh, that's going to require you to prepare a little bit. Uh, that's going to require you to maybe stop and pray about, you know, the approach for it uh, and see what God says, you know. Uh, and, and that's like, that's why I keep trying to drill this idea down that this is ministry. Uh, and because this is ministry, you have to approach it with a prayerful heart. Uh, you have to approach it in a way, uh, where again, you're not just sign, signing off a task, but you're praying, you're planning, you're preparing. Uh, and when we do that, we're going to see fruit, uh, come out of that. So try to try to uh, batch your emails as well. Like that's one tip that I found works really well. 
So maybe um, you're you're just going to write a whole bunch of encouraging emails and then uh, be able to schedule that out for several weeks. You know, maybe maybe every Tuesday is like Encouragement Tuesday. Every Wednesday is like your uh, Scripture type Wednesday. You don't want to bombard people either with your your messages when it comes to emails and text messages. Uh, so maybe figure out a good rhythm. A uh, couple emails a week is typically good. Maybe one on early in the week to recap the weekend and one later in the week to set up the next weekend. Mm-hmm. Something along those lines. I think our church sends out a text message late in the week just to kind of prep people for, for Sunday. Um, so th- that's kind of a tip as well um, where you can you know kind of promote what's coming up this weekend through a text message because like Dennis was saying, it's got a great open rate. So short, punchy, hey, see you on Sunday. You know, here's what you can expect. That type of um, that type of thing should add a lot of value to people. So I guess that that kind of wraps up our episode. I just want to make sure. I guess Dennis, is is there anything else you can think of to help people as they're thinking about this? I think we covered a a, a lot in a pretty short amount of time, Michael. All right, awesome. Well, we we hope this inspires you and helps you to get going with your uh, your uh, email and text messaging uh, as a church uh, to to do uh, digital outreach. Uh, there was a guest that I had on many, many uh, episodes ago uh, called Text in Church, and they, they're they just one of the companies that uh, allows you to do this stuff and automate. Uh, automation's a big part of this. Uh, so as you're looking into this and doing it as a church, uh, try to find something that can automate so that you can schedule things in advance. That way you're not spinning your wheels, you know, and freaking out about doing this stuff. So, hey, Dennis, thanks for joining us today on this episode and sharing some great knowledge on on this topic of emails and text messages. And um, I guess for everyone tuning in, we'd love for you to leave a review uh, of the episode that helps more people get uh, get the information and uh, helps us out quite a bit to grow our reach. Really appreciate it if you do that. And we will see you on the next episode.